This is the EWN Podcast Network. Companies don't necessarily pay speakers. They pay experts who use speaking as a marketing strategy. They're paying for your expertise, your depth of knowledge, everything you've done and learned, whatever that is you've done. That's what they pay you to bring on stage. And you get known as one of the best presenters of that information on stage, thus making you a paid professional speaker. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the Eat Women Network premier success coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and your host of the show. On today's show, we're talking about taking your business on the road and speaking in front of an audience with the best in the biz, premier success coach Cricket Harrison. And I'm going to share a little bit about, well, wait, what, what was it? Oh yeah, distractions and how they're killing your business. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing, and the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. In a moment, we're going to check in with Cricket Harrison about public speaking, getting paid, and how to start. But first, let's spend some focused, quality time on one thing. Oh, wait, hang on. I just got a text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Where were we? Oh, right. I wanted to talk about distractions. When we get busy, it feels like we just don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. The clock moves faster, and we just wish for that one perfect day when we can get caught up and focus. I've been spending quite a bit of time lately listening and trying to learn about my work environment. I've been doing it for a couple of months, and I'm here to tell you that your phone and your email, those are the culprits. I'm almost done with Marie Kondo's book, Joy at Work. I read Sam Bennett's book, Get It Done. And I've been learning from an eWomen member, Taryn Sartler, and her group, TikTok, It's About Time. All of those sources and a little bit of research of my own are shaping the way that I'm changing how I run my day. First, I'm planning my day the night before. It's on paper. It's on purpose. I know what I'm doing before I show up the next day. The next thing is no social media in bed when I wake up. It is such a bad habit of mine that I hear the alarm clock go off on my phone and I roll over and grab the phone and here comes the Twitter. And next thing you know, 45 minutes have gone by and I'm still laying in bed. The next thing is I'm starting my work right away. Your highest priorities come first right when you sit down at your desk. You don't even open your email. Now, I know that sounds heretical, but trust me, try it. You'll never do it a different way. Speaking of email, close it. Only open your email a few times a day, not every five minutes. Here's another. Kill all of your notifications. All of them. Email dings, Chrome messages, Slack pings, anything that wants to get your attention is just an invitation to stop what you're doing and give your attention to something else. Then, the phone itself. In Marie Kondo's book, she shared some information on how even seeing your phone, like being able to see it on your desk, makes you feel like you're missing something. It's just begging you to pick it up and see what's going on, like the fear of missing out. So I've started putting my phone on the table behind me. Like I can't even see it. I also put it on do not disturb. The only notifications that get through my phone wall 
are my family and one of my major clients. That's it. Everybody else, leave a message. Daddy will get back to you. The research is clear, and there are brilliant people trying to teach us how to take control of our attention and focus. I'll put links to the book and Taryn's group in the show notes, and I'm excited to share that author Sam Bennett herself has agreed to come on this show in just a few weeks. We'll get into her strategies on staying focused and getting it done. So stay tuned to the Lift As We Climb podcast for that. Now, on with the show. It's always a treat to welcome back Premier Success Coach Cricket Harrison. Cricket is a speaker, consultant, and coach, and today, she's helping us get paid to speak and understand how we might be able to get value even when there isn't cash. We'll get to the work stuff in just a minute, but first, Cricket, it's great to have you back on the show. How has your summer been? Oh, well, first of all, thanks for having me back. I'm thrilled to be back. Summer's been a little different, I think, for me to say great. I can't complain, but I think the reality for all of us is it's just been a little different and making the best of the opportunities that I have and enjoying the summer, trying to enjoy the summer that I used to enjoy with kind of some tennis and swimming and a little bit of that to feel normal. Staying active, right? Keeping your mind on things, right? Trying, trying to avoid Zoom butt. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. We're going to go right past Zoom butt. Trust me, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Don't you worry. (laughs) Well, let's talk business for a moment. So you help members stand up in front of a crowd and share their brilliance. And today you've got a concept that you want to share, the difference between paid speaking, free speaking, and no fee speaking. Sounds interesting, but I'm not really sure what you mean. What do you mean? Well, paid speaking is pretty obvious, right? You are getting paid to deliver content. That typically means that you are not making an offer or selling anything, although it doesn't have to mean that but it means you're actually getting paid to deliver the content. So motivational content, everybody always says, are you a motivational speaker? And I kind of laugh and I'm like, that's your lowest bar because you'd never listen to anybody that wasn't somewhat motivational or engaging or fun. But the idea is that you actually get paid for your work, your time on stage. In the professional world, you're typically paying for your time and then you're not selling something unless you happen to have sold books to the crowd or something. But you're not really selling an offer like most entrepreneurs are familiar with. Free speaking, we all know what that is. We show up and we speak for free and we kind of hope and pray. And that's just not the best way to do things. No fee speaking. And this is where I want people to start thinking differently. Everyone listening, you will never, ever, ever, never speak for free again. You may choose to waive your fee and speak for no fee. And what you're getting in return, it's not exposure. I want to take that one off the table as well. As we always say, exposure does not pay your bills. And in some states, will get you arrested. (laughs) It's not really the word to go with. But what you typically are gaining is, number one, expertise, expert status, experience. Most people need to speak or do their talk far more times than they realize it. I have probably given my messaging talk a hundred times. I do not need notes. It's in me, right? Speaking for no fee gets you experience, but it's also stating that you have value. So yes, I might agree to speak for no fee, but again, I'm getting experience, but I'm getting testimonials. I may, if I'm really good, I may still be getting clients even though I'm not making an offer. Some places, if you speak for no fee, they'll let you trade for a free offer. 
which means you're getting opt-ins, you're getting people on your list or you're giving something, or you might have a table where you can sell a book or something or a program. But the idea of really getting in your head, and this is kind of where I'm going, it's part of a mindset thing. The idea of no fee is because you are providing value and free does not imply value. No fee says, I'm going to trade you value and experience from the stage or in my messaging for photos, logos I can use on my speaker one sheet or on my website. And again, I said testimonials. So you're getting something in return. It's more of a trade versus the mentality of free being worthless. When you can start thinking of no fee versus free, it's going to change how you show up and how you present yourself. So that's a profound difference. Did you come across this concept when you were observing the clients that you work with or in your own experience? But how did you arrive at the differentiation between the three things? Well, I'd have to say it's a little bit of both. It's with a lot of clients I've worked with. Oh, no, I speak for free. And they say it kind of casually. And I noticed that for myself, I felt like free didn't really represent the value I was giving. And then I noticed with clients how they show up, how we all show up to do whatever it is we're doing in the world when we have a sense of our value and our worth and what we're providing and delivering on is different than how we show up if we think everything's just free. We all know we're all guilty. How many free opt-ins have you gotten that you have hardly ever looked at, right? And the other thing I learned too from running programs and doing this is the people that tend to show up for only free things are not your clients. They're not your buyers. And they're typically the people who, if they did buy your program, complain the most or cause the most issues. Not always. I can't lump everybody together. But there's just something about showing up knowing that I am trading value. And so much so that I have my clients invoice it that way. So outside of, say, eWomen Network, if you're speaking someplace, first of all, you want always to have something in writing in terms of if people are recording it, if people take pictures, who own the pictures, who has the rights to do something with the pictures or recording, that kind of thing. But you also want to have the idea that you list your fee on your paperwork or on your invoice. And then you might cross it out and say no fee or trade in photos. I mean, I've done things with people where I've gotten a full video in an interview that was edited and it was wonderful and it was well worth that trade. But I don't consider it paid to speak. Now, one thing I didn't mention, Pat, is this concept of sponsorship. So we talked about free speaking, paid speaking, and no fee speaking. What we haven't talked about is paying to speak. And if I had my way, that would just end right now (laughs) for a couple of reasons. So for all my people out there listening that host events, you're like, no, 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 that's great. And it can be. What I find is that it rarely is. So if you are going to, first of all, as an event host, if you're going to have people pay a sponsorship fee for time on stage, please vet them and make sure that they can represent you on stage and that they can do a good job. I was at an event, and I'll just go, this is funny, so I'm going to share this. I was at an event, and a couple of, I think they were man and wife, they might have just been together, honestly don't know, had a sponsor booth, and then they got on stage for their purchase time. And I don't really think they'd been vetted. Mm -hmm. And the woman was so all over the man on stage that people started yelling, get a room. So that, and this is a high level coach. So this is what I'm saying. So as an event host, if people are paying to sponsor to speak, you want to vet your speakers. Make sure they can do a good job 
pay to play is a rough model only because you can't control all that. There's too many factors and there's a little bit of entitlement in there of if I've paid you so much money, then I deserve this or I have the right to do this. So let's flip that and go back to if you're the speaker. I've had this conversation with several people lately. Paying to speak on someone's stage can be beneficial if there is that trade-off. If it is not just a fee and a hope and a prayer of if I have an opt-in and if I get enough opt-ins that I can get conversations with 30% and then I get 10% to convert and all those numbers we go through. But if you're getting video and good quality video and always ask that the sound be included, don't assume that it is. Matter of fact, I would record your sound separately. So if you're getting that, if you are getting great photos, meet with the photographer ahead of time, tell them where the great photo opportunities are. Make sure that there's a little bit of a trade-off in there versus just hoping that enough people opt in. What I see happen so many times with this is people, they might have a great talk and they're sponsoring to pay and they have an opt-in, but then the host makes their offer. And all of a sudden that everybody that kind of wanted your offer comes back and says, well, I can't afford that now because I'm going to do the host's main big offer. So sponsorship is another way. I prefer the little old school model really of a split revenue. Meaning if I get to speak on your stage and I crush it and make a ton of sales, you're taking 30 to 50% of those sales. And there's actually a huge opportunity then for the host. But it's just helping people understand very, very clearly the different types and the benefits and what they look like. But even in a sponsorship, even if you're paying, it's not just about the offer. I want you to work out to get something in return, to get the photos, to get video. And also, if you're sponsoring, get something in writing on the minimum number of guaranteed people in seats. Can you imagine? And I have seen this happen. People pay $5,000 or more to speak in front of a crowd of what's supposed to be 300 of their ideal clients only to have 120 in the room. And of those 120, 40 are sponsors or staff. So 80 viable units versus the 300 that were promised. So always put some kind of going a little everywhere, but this is the idea of get paid to speak, don't have any back end, never speak for free, you speak for no fee or the sponsorship model, just make sure that there's more to it than just an opt-in if you're going to do a sponsorship model. Well, having you go all over the place is good <laughs> because I'm frantically taking notes because you're dropping little nuggets about recording your own sound and talking to the photog ahead of time. Those are all great things. But I want to go back to something you said earlier. You talked about the psychology around paid, free, and no right. fee. It seems like this is like the third hurdle. The first one being okay, I've got something to say. The second one is, okay, I'm going to stand up and try and say it. And then the third one being, now I'm going to ask for money. Mm -hmm. Am I thinking about that the right way? Yeah, I think it can be the third hurdle. I think they can also be completely independent silos. Because let me tell you, there are plenty of people who stand up and speak and ask for money. So the way I kind of view it, and one of my mentors said this to me, and I thought this was brilliant. When you are doing a speak to sell format, so that might be a sponsorship, even though you're paying, your goal is to speak to make an offer from the stage. When you speak at eWomen, it is a no-fee speaking engagement. You are not allowed to make an offer, but you can have a table. Here's what I know to be true, is you have to deliver a darn good presentation before you even have the right to ask somebody to do something. 
So you have credibility by being up there. I don't want people to think that they have to justify why they're there. And trust me, if you're listening, if you have 20 minutes to talk, do not spend the first five or 10 minutes telling us about your credibility and your experience and why you're there. There's just not enough time for that. You have to deliver really, really well. And then people come to you and want more of you. So uh, what I was going to say is I've seen people deliver really, really poorly and have no problem making an ask even when they're not supposed to, right? So I think those things can be linked together, but I think they can also be siloed out in terms of, you know, sometimes there's a lot of confidence out there that whether it should be there or not, I'm not so sure. There are absolute rock stars who are brilliant. And then there are people, quite honestly, who just really aren't comfortable asking or offering something. And there's so many easy ways to do that. I rarely speak with slides, especially for these shorter talks. And I'll tell people, hey, don't worry, calm down. You don't have to write frantically. If you want my notes, I'm happy to send them to you. Boom, that's my offer, right? It doesn't have to be so much. But if you deliver well enough, people come up to you and say, oh my gosh, I want those notes. Or do you have something to go with that? I want it. And they ask for it. Or if you have that table in the room, they come to you and ask for it. So the ask is a different question because in so many of these no-fee things, there is no ask. There might be a free opt-in. I'd love to give you my handouts. I'd love to give you this formula or whatever that looks like. The ask from a stage in terms of a speak-to-sell offer is very strategically crafted down to the amount of time based on the amount you want your offer to be at. And people do get nervous. I've seen somebody who's a very confident speaker and did a fantastic job. And this is when we go to the psychology of it. The only time I saw wavering is when she spoke about herself. She stepped backwards. So she stepped back, pulled away from the audience. And when she made her offer, she started rocking, right? So there's little subtleties that we do. And that just comes from getting comfortable and being confident in your offer. It is a learned experience. More to come with Cricket Harrison, including this question. How do you know when you're ready to get paid to speak. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. With this one program, I built and host the show's webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. It also manages the email communications and Lift As We Climb VIP text program. The one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Get the secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was a mess. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn Lifestyle. And now I'm loaded with daily content ideas. My profile views are up and my engagement has improved. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn Lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. They work. 
Get the report now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at The Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, The Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on social media and feel more connected to our mission. Right now, you have a cool opportunity to experience The Expressory for yourself for free. Simply text the word TEST to 414-240-1315. That's TEST to 414-240-1315. And you'll get a surprise mailing including various samples of their handmade cards right to your door. You'll love the experience and you'll want it for your business too. Try out the Expressory today. All right, Cricket. I know there are aspiring speakers throughout the eWomen network. If someone is thinking about getting paid to speak, when do they know if they're ready to get paid? The bottom line to that is you're ready to get paid when you can sell yourself and somebody will pay you. Does that mean you're good enough at that point? So if for some reason you meet somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, we have this small fee, say it's only three or $500, that's money. So don't ever dismiss anything. Or we can only do an honorarium, but it's 250 to three or $500. Again, I might say, well, that's not quite my fee, but I believe in your organization and I'm happy to do this for you with the idea that I can get some photos on your stage or I can get an introduction to the president or whatever. So there's my trade-off, right? Even if my value is not higher. But let me tell you, I've got to show up and I've got to knock it out of the park. And in an event where you're paid, you very rarely can make any offer at all. Not even a freebie. Now, what you can do ahead of time is say to the event planner or whomever it is, hey, wouldn't it make sense if everybody in the audience had a copy of my book to go along with what you're talking about? And I'll tell you what, I'll be happy to stay and autograph them right? And boom, you've just sold however many books for who's in the audience. And you give them the bulk pricing, but you're still making a little profit. It's still sales. And if somebody can't meet your fee, so say your fee is $1,000 and they say, well, we only have 500 or whatever it is. Say, well, I tell you what, if you have a education expense or a materials expense line in your budget, I would be happy to autograph books for everyone there. And you kind of learn to, like I said, there's a strategy behind doing all this. You learn to work with what they have, but to increase your fee. Now, in terms of how much you get paid, so this is going on not just me, but kind of what the professional speaking industry says, which is slightly different than the entrepreneurial speaking industry. So that's where I kind of float on both sides of things. So from the corporate level, if someone calls me whatever big company or bigger association and says, well, what is your fee? If I pretty much say anything below, say 7,500, they know I'm brand new and I'm probably not even worth the 7,500. Like there's a 5,000 to 7,500 window that you can negotiate around. You start like, it's like buying a car, you know, they're going to start high and you're going to negotiate. And and then from there, you're going to negotiate your little creature comforts on a car. So your fee may come down to 5,000, but now you're negotiating in video or photography or introductions or testimonial letters or use of logos on website. And a little sidebar here, you cannot just automatically use a company's logo on your website. You have to have permission. People think, oh, I can just put, I spoke there. So there's ways to negotiate that, but that's where that corporate 
kind of association paid level speaking world differs from the entrepreneurial world. And that's why it's important to understand what your true goal from speaking is because you can speak on stage and sell or make an offer or grow your list and then crush it with that list and make a ton of money and you've got a ton of back end and follow through. You can walk on stage once you've built... It's not an overnight thing. If you're famous, if you've done something that gives you some kind of quote unquote celebrity status, that's a little different world to enter. But there's also a brilliance to walking on stage, especially if you've got a performer in you and really delivering rock solid talk with rock solid content, knowing how to read and work an audience and all that, and just walking away, right? To no back end. There's a wonderful woman, Connie Podesta, who is one of the top female speakers in the country. And she only, only keynotes, period, nothing else. I mean, she's got some books she's done, but they're not generating thousands and thousands of dollars. But she generates over a million dollars a year and she walks off that stage and has no other back end. She's got somebody that helps her manage her bookings, that kind of stuff. But she's rock solid on stage. So she's built that reputation. So the better you are, and I don't know if you're going to go here, but people always ask me this next. Well, how do I get started to get paid? <laughs> right? That's how do I get started to get paid? How do I know? So you're going to do those no fee talks first. Any one of us out there will tell you, we have done hundreds of no fee talks. And going back to the very beginning of our conversation, what they do is not only give you experience in terms of different groups and they give you photography or video and everything, they get your name out there. And so there's that exposure word, but this is a little different, okay? Because you are trading something. But if I speak at an association here, what's one of the, like a Lions Club or whatever it's called here or a Sherm or something, and I do a rock star job, and remember, you have got to crush it, which means working it, practicing it, really, really doing a good job. Well, guess what? They get on their Southeastern, so I'm in Atlanta, Southeastern committee meetings, or they get online with their group and say, oh my gosh, we just had the most amazing speaker. If you're looking for someone in the Southwest, you need to bring Cricket in. So now the Florida chapter contacts me and says, hey, we heard you did a great job in Atlanta. So you're slowly expanding your circle. Now, am I going to travel for no fee? Probably not unless I can do something else with it. When I do travel for the quote-unquote no fee, A, I'm getting something out of it. B, I'm usually doing something else while I'm there, whether it's meeting with a potential client, meeting with a mastermind group, visiting a National Speakers Association chapter. I'm usually doing something else for my business as opposed to that. But what that does is all of a sudden, as your name's kind of gone around and that association says, okay, well, at this level, we have paid speakers, your name's going to come up. So that's one way to do it. A lot of companies request an RFP. They ask you to submit a proposal and there's an art and a science to submitting a proposal as well and understanding your messaging. And the other piece of that that I'll share that I've shared before and I share with all the chapters I speak with is you have to know and be 100% clear on what the problem is you solve and how that problem is showing up for the audience you want to speak in front of. When it comes to people bringing you in, especially paid, here's the funny thing that people don't think about. Companies don't necessarily pay speakers. They pay experts who use speaking as a marketing strategy. They're paying for your expertise, your depth of knowledge, everything you've done and learned, whatever that is you've done. That's what they pay you to bring on stage. And you get known as one of the best presenters of that information on stage, thus making you a paid professional speaker. 
And I think a lot of times the people that are booking you are also paying for entertainment and engagement. Well, that's why I said people that say I'm a motivational speaker, it's important. Don't get me wrong, but it's the lowest bar you have to meet. Right, right. It's like going to a comedy club and the person not being funny. Like you have to and be able to engage. And so much more these days, just like we're seeing with events, it's experiential. Audiences want experiences. They don't want to be talked at. Yeah. So right now there's an eWomen member that's saying, okay, Cricket, I love you. I need your help. How do you help people and how do they start the process? Oh, wow. Well, the first thing I do is I have a free Facebook group. I'm a firm believer in us getting to know each other and experiencing me and chiming in. And I I try to bring in both the speaking world. And then when I speak on stage, I'm not actually speaking about speaking. So I'll bring in some of the performance and productivity world as well. And that's free. And one of the fun things that I'm doing now... So some of you out there are probably like, I'm already speaking, but I want to take it to the next level. Or I already have my talk. Or I've done this and I want to move to the next level. The virus has not been a fantastic thing, but some things have birthed out of that that have been very interesting programs that I've been asked for. And one of them is a retainer fee program. And that's what a lot of my clients are choosing now is kind of the coach on call for your events and your speaking to help you know what to do ahead of time. Because if you've already got your talk, if you've already been out there a little bit, we don't need to start with the basics unless we do, unless we're not clear on the problem, right? So that's been a really fun thing. And then coming up, I'm doing a success institute based on speaking and messaging for the new next, which is the world we're in now and what's next. And how do we start thinking? Because what you spoke about in the past has to be adjusted or you look behind the times and you're not relevant. So lots of things coming up and they all go into my Facebook group first. Well, that's why we're fortunate to have you as a premier success coach, Cricket Harrison. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Always excited to help and to be here and to share. If you're enjoying Lift As We Climb, you need to hop in as a VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released. We also do some fun giveaways from time to time. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, The LinkedIn Lifestyle, Secrets and Strategies to Be a LinkedIn Star, and Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.